This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment, and we are back on State of the Arts, meeting once again with Gus Gordon. How are you doing? Kevin, I'm all right. How are you doing, sir? I am doing all right as well. Um, Good. We talked last week about the these these live readings of yeah. movies, and uh, you said that you had watched The Princess Bride, and it did not go as well as planned. And the next well, one... Well, you know, I feel bad saying that. It... It, it served its purpose, yeah. but there just were a lot of technical glitches that kind of dampened it for, for at least my viewing pleasure. Right. Yeah. And um, But it was still great to see all those original performers and then the new performers they brought into it as well. Right, yeah. And the next one that they had was Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which technically that one went a, a little a lot better actually i think in, in, at Good. least from what i heard was it live or did they tape it they taped it um i, I well actually i don't know exactly if they did it live they did it very well because it it, it seemed it, like it was taped to me they had everybody kind of um they had morgan freeman reading the stage directions essentially it was very much like oh a, awesome yeah no it was awesome so <laughs> yeah yeah he was like, and she took off her bikini top. I mean, it was, it was great. Um, you know, and she, yeah, I can, I can just imagine yeah. some of the uh, the narrations that he did to oh. recreate some of those moments. Oh yeah, and for for those <laughs> for those interested in watching it, it uh, again to remind you, Fast Times at Ridgemont High is a very like hard like R rated movie that is not suitable for kids. But if you're okay with that, it is an it was a hilarious movie and the reading was great. Everyone did an awesome job. Uh, that is super. Yeah. It, the, the funny thing is Shia LaBeouf played Spicoli and he was, uh, I think he got a little too into his character cause he was, uh, I think he was smoking actual weed during it and he was just oh, like, was he? he was, he was, I mean, all, he's a method actor apparently. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was like, it's like, oh, Mr. Hand, I don't know, you know, he was all over the place. So that was really funny. Um, so oh, it was always wow. great to see Ray Liotta. He was good as the Mr. Hand. He took the role very seriously, which was fun. Um, and yeah, and then like... That's hysterical. Yeah, and then <laughs> Matthew McConaughey was was Damone, and you know, he's like, hey, all right, you know. So, <laughs> oh, it was a lot of fun, so I'm excited for... Uh, I think we're going to get through... All of your, uh, all of the Kevin Hart impressions this uh, this time around. <laughs> yeah, we'll do the my one you man. You should speak in someone else's voice the whole time. I should. Yeah, I'll do the. You know. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, so that so that went well. So if you if you're a fan of that movie or, um, and a lot of the Shia LaBeouf, uh, there's like memes of him going around of it because he was he he did it like. He was in his car doing the recording, basically, and so it was. Oh, so that's there's, funny. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of memes of him, and so yeah, if you're if you're interested in that, and you haven't seen the movie in a while, or you have, it's one of your favorite movies. I, it'll be a fun experience, definitely, to see to see everybody, and like you know, like a staged reading. Jimmy Kimmel played like a million different characters who were like you know side characters here. So he he would play, sure. he would play like one of the girls at school, or he would play. Yeah, that was it was funny. Yeah. Now you can still watch this even if you missed the um the premiere. Oh yeah, yeah, it's on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing. Oh, okay, good. good. Yeah. I think it it might be a somewhat truncated version of it because it was only an hour long. Now that might be because Morgan Freeman was reading a lot of things other than the scenes happening, but Right. It is it, they do pretty much the entire script. So there's all the all the all the famous scenes in there, so 
A lot of fun. Lot well, of fun. since there's still a pandemic going on, I'm sure people can find the time if they're looking for it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and there's another one coming up, I think, tonight that's going to be pretty amazing. The Friends Reunion. Yeah. Um, well, not Reunion, the, um, the, the new Friends uh, version that's a reading featuring um, real-life African-American uh, performers like a real-life couple like Sterling Kane Brown and his wife. Um, that's going to be awesome. What a what a great group of people they have lined up for that, and that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, that is yeah that is going to be really awesome. I think because that is you know Friends is one of those shows that a lot of people have seen, and it gets it's constantly on. Uh, it was on Netflix for a while, and it's lots and lots of reruns, and people know it. But you know, that, right. and that that is one of those things that you know it was very much. Um, it, it, I don't want to say like criticisms, but it was one of those shows where it, it was a very, you know, it was this, it wasn't all white cast and they do a good job, but it is cool that they're doing this, um, that they, they are doing this with an all black cast and a lot of talented cast. Uh, and it's, it's, I, it is going to be super cool to see. I think it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's really cool to see because, you know, there were, you know, a lot of different things they did with the staged, the stage. I keep saying stage readings, but I mean they kind of are. But like the live readings of some of these, where they change the different characters around, I think that's that's really super cool. And yeah, I am excited to see that. Well, you know, I I take that back. Um, I misread the press release. It actually uh, premiered on the twenty second. Oh, okay. So I guess it's already run Tuesday, September twenty second. So um, I, for some reason, I thought that was taking place tonight. But still, hopefully, you can find that online and. Um, I imagine it was great fun, and apparently there was also another, um, Tracy Ellis Ross did a version of the Golden Girls with an all-black cast. Oh, yeah, um, I remember reading about that, yeah, too. So that's... The second installment of the Zoom where it happens. So Nice. How fun. That's, that's really a cool thing to do, to see these shows uh, told through different, different eyes, and... Um, very cool of them to do that. Yes, I'll, I'll definitely be looking out for both of those to um, wa- to watch those and see how it's how it's all done. Uh, a bit of unfortunate uh, theater news. My all-time top favorite musical, West Side Story. The new movie was coming out that Steven Spielberg was doing, and it was right. going to come out, and it's been delayed to December of 2021, which is unfortunate. Um, it, I mean. Well, a lot of stuff my is young being friend, back. yeah, yeah, my young friend, it, it'll be here sooner than you know it. Mm-hmm. Um, time is going by so fast, I can't even believe it. I can't believe we're heading into October now. Yeah. Um, you know, and with, with none of our normal benchmarks over the summer, and for you and I, that could be muni shows, state fair, and things like that. For other folks, it's it's different things, but yeah. um, without those to to mark the passage of time, it just it seems like how did we get here so fast? Yeah, I, it's it, it has been so odd, and you you are absolutely right about the benchmarks of because you know other people you know they have sports or this that or like the fair, but yeah, my my summer was always for the past oh my goodness probably past ten summers I would say mm-hmm. have been oh I'm you know I'm. In a show that's, I you know, I've been in a lot of Muni shows, but, you know, also something out at maybe Theater right. in the Park or something like that. And then I'd, sure. I would go out and see other shows at all the different theaters in the summer and be like, okay, this weekend is this and this and this. And then there's, of exactly. course, shows in the spring and the fall. And, yeah, there's it's just, you know, day in and day out. And I, I mean, I have a regular pattern 
at the radio station a lot, but I mean, it still is, you know, just, I, yeah, the passage of time is very odd. It's very, very right. odd. And I, it's, it's hard to explain as much as I'm it trying really to explain is. it right now. You know, now. in my, my television days, I um, used to measure my year by the Illinois State Fair. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't believe how quickly we got back around to that. And uh, missing it this year, it's like, hey, you know, that's our, you know, that's our timekeeper. That's when we know that it's time that summer's ending and fall's beginning and all of that. So, yeah, my, my internal clock is haywire right now. Yeah. So I, I you know, and it's, I feel bad saying this, that um, I think it was, you know, you know, my mom's birthday was a couple weeks ago. And um, she, she's like, oh, my birthday's coming up. And we were like, what? Oh, it's September. I mean, it was really <laughs> not that like I would forget my mom's birthday, but it is one of those things that I, you know, it's it, it is it that weird. Up on you in this. It, yeah, it's weird. This weird, yeah. weird, weird passage of time, and it is. I, I again, I keep saying I don't know how to explain it, but I. Right. It's just one of those things. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, but back to West Side Story, it is being postponed until next year, and. You know, that's probably a good thing just so it can get its full potential of an audience. Oh, yeah. You know, it's in the movie. The original movie is iconic. Um, it's they just had the Broadway revival, which was a which was a very I don't want to say avant garde, but it was like a very different interpretation of it, like more modern. Um, right. And I was I was really hoping that there was going to be some sort of cast according to that, because I mean, I, I, I think I could listen to that show every single day and still love it like every time but you know the new movie would have a soundtrack of course and that and you know i just it's a musical i love seeing and i was very excited to see how they were gonna keep things the same they were gonna change some things i think doc was gonna be a woman named valentina and she was gonna be played by rita moreno was gonna come back and awesome reprise yeah or not reprise the role of anita but she was gonna come back and be in the movie so that's really awesome so i was yeah. you know it's very excited to see that and you know it, it is unfortunate also being pushed back is or cancel all outright is the metropolitan opera their entire 2020-21 season is just right. They're just canceling. And those those would come out in the theaters. They would show those. Fathom Events would show them. You know, I, I would always exactly. I would always see. You know, there wasn't a whole lot that I watched, but the, I when I went to see a movie back when you know theaters well theaters are open, but you know very small capacity and not a whole lot of movies coming. Out, you'd always see the trailers for these gigantic epic productions with all these you know video special effects and so right. it's, it is right you know it is really unfortunate that they're not gonna be putting out uh, i mean like most theaters and most uh movie studios not putting things out right well you know the the, the important thing is they're doing the responsible thing under the circumstances mm-hmm. um singers in general are going to be going to be held back the most um because of all the aerosols you know that that are that spread while while yeah. the person is singing. But when you think about it, opera singers are are athletes, yeah. and they have such well defined, in many cases, you know, breathing techniques and and um, you know, very strong uh, projection. That it, it's kind of not surprising that they're going to have to wait because they would be in danger with one another in a situation like that. Yeah, and, and then, um, I'm not. Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was, was going to just continue saying, yeah, that the um, singing is like one of the worst ways to spread the virus or spread any sort of anything. And 
you know, my goodness, the opera singers, they have to throw their voice to the back of the opera house without a microphone. Right. I mean, they would have a microphone, but basically, yeah, you have to reach Grandpa sitting in the back row. Yeah, it is It is a very strange situation. And, it, you know, when you think about an organization like that, I, I think I read somewhere they're losing about $54 million. Um, these are not decisions that are made lightly. No. These are decisions that people agonize over. And, um, you know, who knows if, if many entertainment um genres will survive this um and what they'll look like coming out on the other side i know their season which is normally quite long they they have um many shows within a season and i think the upcoming one that they're talking about for um i guess the following year 21 22 is um i think they're only having a, a kind of a fewer shows as i understand but that's all you know that's all just uh, very flexible and that could change too, just depending on the circumstances. And some days it feels like we're doing great and, you know, things aren't as bad. And then the next day you hear new information that makes you disheartened. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, yeah. It's, we are, we really are just taking it day by day with this. It's, it is tough, but there will be right. some theater or, any sort of media that you'll be able to watch because it was um, accidentally leaked by Disney that oops. the yeah, oops that the uh, Aladdin <laughs> professionally shot that they shot the um, the production on the West End right before COVID hit and so that is edited together or being edited together and they're going to release that I think probably soon I think they're probably going to have to but that yeah it was right. it was basically it was leaked that it said oh because you just watched Aladdin filmed live and they went back to click on it and it was like already gone but it, it was some glitch but basically yeah so we are going to get another uh like Hamilton another professionally yeah. shot musical and it'll be the uh, Aladdin musical which I love Aladdin's my favorite Disney movie and I I that, that's such a great I I think it's a great musical so it's going to be fun to watch when that comes out have you seen the stage production? I have seen clips of it. I have not actually okay. seen it live. And uh, I, I, again, one of the shows I really wanted to. It's it's it is Disney. I know that it's there's there's a lot of, uh, you know, it's a very this is a Disney musical sort of uh, stage elements to it. But I think it, yeah. But because it's my favorite Disney movie, my goodness, I just, you know, I got to see Friend Like Me and uh, you know Prince Ali, you know. So yeah. right, right. I saw it a couple of years ago when it was in Chicago. My um, my wife had a friend call her, and her friend had an extra ticket to Hamilton. Mm, nice. And uh, she didn't want to drive up by herself, so she, she drug me along with her, even though I couldn't see Hamilton with her. <laughs> yeah. So I purchased a front-row ticket to see Aladdin. Oh, nice. And um, while, it, while it wasn't as much um, fun, perhaps, as Hamilton or as, as, as you know, just wow factor yeah it was still really good and i enjoyed it and it was fun seeing it from the front row and to this day i have no idea and i was sitting close but i have no idea how they can't handle the flying carpet it was pretty amazing yeah that was some great stage magic there everything i've seen from it it's like it's like they're they're like you you know that they have to be doing something but you're like i cannot make heads or tails of this and it's even in the front row you're like how do they do this it's, right it's, it's right. very interesting now also being seated in the front row um it you know it, it kind of looked like a 
Oh, an, an, an overproduced theme park show in some respects. And they, they added extra characters and they took out some elements from the movie. But by and large, it, it wasn't maybe as successful as Beauty and the Beast, in my opinion. And that's just one person's opinion. Oh, and yeah. I think Beauty and the Beast is a great show. Um, but it was still it was still a great way to spend an afternoon. And obviously, it's a beloved musical. And um, it, it's it'll be fun to see, again, to have new content. Yeah. See something new that's out there. That'll be great fun. Yeah. Absolutely, and uh, the I, I checked on filmed on stage. I checked that site uh, every now and then to see what's coming up, and they have a few. Yeah, they have a few movies coming up. That what one is a musical, The Fiddler on the Roof, the classic movie with Topol based sure. on the uh, Topol, I believe is how you say it. Yeah, Topol. Topol, yeah. I always say he was in one of the James Bond movies. That's how I. A lot of people <laughs> show up in in the James Bond movies, but yeah. So that that's a a classic movie that John Williams yeah. did the score. Oh my God, it sounds great. Uh, and then you know, a uh, quick quick side story there. Yeah. I actually saw Topol live on stage when I was living in Cincinnati years ago. Ooh. And it was in what was the old Taft Auditorium in Cincinnati, which was an old barn of a 1920s kind of building, and the air conditioning was not great. <laughs> And at one point, I think it was right either during To Life or right after, when they're all singing To Life, that, that great number, mm-hmm. he walked off stage. He was hot. He was complaining. He was pissed off. He just simply stopped the show and walked off stage, left the rest of the cast there to figure out what to do. We had a pause for about 15 minutes, and then finally someone convinced him to go back and finish the show. And... Um, just a little bit of side gossip here. I have um, a, a friend, uh, John Priest, who lived in Springfield for a while, oh, yeah. who toured he did. with Fiddler, and he yeah. understudied Topol. Um, let's just say that that kind of behavior was not uncommon. Mm. So that's, but he did a great job in the movie, and he's a great entertainer, but he just, you know, liked, liked his air conditioning. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, who doesn't? And I, I do too. I like my air conditioning too. Yeah. Well, that's. that's I'm sorry, I interrupted again, but that was just a, a tangent that I thought of. Oh no, that's interesting. That's that's cool to hear. I yeah, I had I had no idea about that, but yeah, yeah. I was well, I was going to say is that the next movie I saw. Now this is not technically a musical, but the original Little Shop of Horrors from 1960 that Roger Corman did, the colorized version, which you know. People sure. think what they want about the colorized version of movies, but I think I, I actually have the colorized version on DVD, and it looks, you know, okay, you know, compared to like the like I have the '80s colorized. It's a Wonderful Life, and it just looks terrible. Right. But it, yeah. it looks okay. But it's you know, it's fun to watch because eventually they did make it into a musical, musical I love. But the yep. Um, but yeah, you know, Jack Nicholson's in it. It's one of his first roles, but he's in like, it's funny cause he's in like one scene and when the movie hit the public domain, they're like, okay, put Jack Nicholson on the cover and put him in every single like thing. It's, it's exactly, okay. yeah. <laughs> but well, you don't really remember any of the other names. No, I really, um, I couldn't tell you anybody else in it except for, except you're, Dick you're Miller a, is in it. Who is in Dick it? Miller, right. Yeah. Of course. Who's, uh infamous and famous in the uh, horror movie circles, especially from the, you know, the, um, the, the serial kind of movies and yeah. the, the cheap horror movies of that era. And, and he's the gun and, shop um, owner of the Terminator. He gets blown away like five seconds into the, him being on screen, but yeah. Right. Right. Um, and oh gosh, what was her name? Uh, she was Ken Berry's wife. Um, 
oh gosh, I can't remember her name now. Um, Jackie Joseph, who oh, played yeah. uh, Audrey. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had a career as well that with other things you had heard of. But yeah, I, I saw that years ago because like you, I'm a huge fan of Little Shop. I've I played Seymour uh, years and years ago, yeah. and I played the dentist uh, at the at the Springfield Theater Center years ago. Nice. Um, so it's a it's a show that's near and dear to my heart. Next up for me will be Mushnick. Um, oh yeah, that, that's the last role for me in that show. But it's it's a, a great piece, and it was interesting to watch the movie that it was based on. But the movie itself, I think, pales in comparison to what they did with the musical, which just made everything better. Oh yeah, it made it more heartfelt, made it more um, energetic, um, just made it a much better piece, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Roger Corman did his movies fast and cheap, and he's like, all right, we have the set for two days. Start shooting, like, right now. We'll make stuff up. Right. And they filled in the gaps. Late. I mean, it was. they said it was made in two days. It was. They shot most of it in two days. They filled in some of the gaps, like, I think a week later. But, yeah, it's it's a very, you can tell it was, <laughs> they, they maybe rehearsed, like, every scene once, maybe, and... You know, but yeah, but yeah, the classic lines like "feed me" and you can see where they got some of the stuff from. They even do like, like a like somebody tricking somebody into going into the plant. I mean, it's it's cool to see that stuff right. how it like originated. But yeah, it was funny though. There's like two there's two like cop characters in it that are not in the musical that are you know kind of go back and forth and you know they have just you know they're like I'm Sergeant Fink. I'm a fink, you know, it's, you know, it's just a little, yeah. little fun stuff. So it's, it's, <laughs> it, it's also really short. It's maybe like an hour long. So it's, you know, it's, you know, if you put it on for fun, it's an easy watch. Yeah, it's, it is. And so there's, there's that. And also, uh, before we go, I just want to ask is what's the, uh, what, what's the, uh, the update on songs for a new world? Cause that will be yeah. coming up, right? Well, I got great news on that front. We're actually taping um, tomorrow night. Nice. All we right. We have a dress rehearsal tonight. We have um, our taping tomorrow night. And our plan, if everything, if everyone stays healthy and it goes well, we will start streaming that on October 9th, Friday night, October 9th, October 10th, and October 11th at um, 7 o'clock each night. And then more than likely, we will make that video on demand after the fact. Um but uh, that that's still being negotiated. But right now we are definitely um, uh, planning on taping it. And I, I saw a rehearsal on Tuesday night. And it's great. I mean, we've got Jasmine French and Justin Carter from Channel 20, Damian Kaplan and Mary Kate Smith, Corey Brown and his ensemble uh, in the orchestra. It's a it's a great show with great singers, very modern, very hip, and um, I think it'll be a really neat thing. It, it is a ticketed event. It, that's the first time we've tried something like that. A lot of what's online is for free, and we are doing this as a as a fundraiser. So we are we will be. I, I'm waiting till Saturday to put the tickets back on sale because I want to make sure we have it. Right. Yeah. I want to make sure it's on tape first. Um, so, but yeah, that should be moving along quickly. We've got a couple other things I wanted to mention. Mm. Um, I'm in the process right now. We're putting together. Years ago, I did a I did a production of Dracula, which was a Ooh. 1940s radio play, nice. and we did it in the style of a 1940s radio show, just presenting Dracula. And we're we're trying to recreate that with many of those cast members, um, which included Osney Vigasa and Dennis Rendleman and um, and um, uh, myself and Pat Foster and, and Mary Young. 
right. and we're going to be trying to put that together for Halloween. We just need to make sure we're doing it safely and that we're all properly socially distanced um, while we do it. But we will do it as a radio play that's filmed. Ooh, yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be. It, it won't have a big ticket price. It'll be something a little cheaper for that. But that'll be fun. And then the Hopeland is getting ready for our gala, and we're doing a virtual gala this year. Um, we're aiming for October 25th, which is a Sunday night, I believe. And, um, yeah, Sunday night, October 25th, for the night of our gala. And I'm putting together, it'll be streamed. It can't be live, unfortunately. No. But I've been calling in all my favors from friends from college and even high school in some cases. And then I've been calling in favors from friends here who have connections. We're getting all these Broadway performers, very big-name performers, to sing us a song on tape, and then we're going to put it together in a program. So we'll have, um, I already have um, Broadway performers from Hamilton, the Book of Mormon, um, Hello, Dolly. Uh, my friend Carly Shank was college friends with Kate Baldwin. Oh, nice. Played Mrs. Malloy opposite Bette Midler. And she just sent us a tape. It, it's beautiful. It's just stunning. That is awesome. Um, I have a friend that I did a show with once. Anna McNeely is her name. Mm-hmm. She starred on Broadway with um, with uh, Tyne Daly in Gypsy. She starred with Bette Midler in the TV movie of Gypsy. Oh, nice. She was in Cats and Beauty and the Beast. And uh, she and I actually did Beauty and the Beast at the Little Theater several years back. And oh, cool. she recorded the title song for us and sent that. Um, Timothy Shu, who um, is is a friend of Carla Wilhelm's uh, from here in Springfield, he played Jean Valjean in Les Mis, and he sent us a tape. So I'm really excited about this. We have a lot of other names that have promised to send something. Um, a buddy of mine from Milliken named uh, uh, Jake Morrissey played Elder McKinley on Broadway for two months. All right, and um, he's he's going to be sending us um, a number too. So. We're going to put that all together. We're going to add some local elements um, to it, and um, that'll that will act as our night on Broadway gala this year. And it's it's really exciting to try to put this together and uh, contact all these folks that you know that some I know, some I don't know, and most of them have been really responsive, saying, "Hey, sure, I'm not doing anything. Let me help out. Anything to help the arts." Um, and that's, that's been really a lot of fun to be, to be organizing. Yeah, that is awesome. That is super cool. I can't wait to see that as well. So that is going to oh, be awesome. Oh, two more, two more people I want to mention. What's up? Um, yeah. Courtney Young mm-hmm. is uh, going to send us a tape. Courtney, of course, a Springfield native who grew up with the ballet company and the Muni and the theater center. I believe she was a Sacred Heart Griffin student. Um, she starred, well, she's appeared on Broadway in... Um, Young Frankenstein and the producers toured in big shows, Fosse and Cats. She's sending us a number. And then our friend uh, Lindsey Grimble um, oh, yeah. ha- appeared on Broadway in a show called Rocktopia. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does uh, shows with the Sight and Sound Theater out of uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Yeah. You know, doing big, huge biblical epics that have amazing special effects. And she played. Um, Mary Magdalene, I believe, in their recent production of Jesus that was broadcast. Yeah, that was um, in that earlier was, this year. Yeah, that was in theaters as well. I remember. Yeah, yeah, and she's gonna she's going to uh, provide us a song as well. So it's kind of fun to have that local connection, 
And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about this, and uh, we'll have more information as, as time goes on. Awesome. Well, keep us updated, and we'll be looking for it, and we'll share everything about it, and we'll make sure to get the word out. So that that is awesome. Gus, thank you so much for joining me once again for State of the Arts. Kevin, it's been my pleasure. You take care. You too. Thank you.